0: Hello everyone, I am very happy to accompany each one of you these days as we accompany our Lord in his passion. And it is precisely this topic, the passion of our Lord, that I want to delve into and dedicate a couple of minutes to reflect on. I think all of us have had moments before a crucifix of silence, of contemplation, where we just consider how much He has loved us, where we maybe without a lot of thinking, experience how much the Lord is giving to us through that contemplation. And He speaks to us. He touches us through His passion. The question here that I will like to invite each one of you is, what does Christ speaks to you during? his passion or through his passion and I would like to simply share my personal experience of how I've been experiencing through many years this love of Christ through his passion on the cross and I want to use for this reflection the word passion very simply we will follow each letter we will take the letter and make it a word or a phrase. With this, it's not nothing official. This is just my personal experience of some reflections that Christ has spoken to me through his passion. So the first letter is the P, which stands for personal. The passion of our Lord and his love is personal. We have meditated many times, maybe, on those words of Saint Paul to the Galatians. He loved me and gave himself for me. He loved me and gave himself for me. What does that mean? It means that it's personal, that every time that Christ, every moment that Christ was living, talking, suffering, breathing, crying, He did it for me. He did it for you. Some years ago, I went to the Holy Land for the first time in my life, maybe 14 years ago, and the first place that I visited was Calvary. I arrived very early in the morning with other, maybe three consecrated and myself, and we had a mass there on the side, chapel, and then we had moment to pray, a long time to pray, and I was praying in the spot where Christ was crucified. And I've never been there before in my life. They have an icon, very similar to this one, obviously bigger, of Christ crucified. And there's a lot of lamps hanging, there's a lot of noise around. I was just kneeling, contemplating, the rock of Calvary where the cross was placed and Christ hung from the cross during his three hours of agony. And as I was praying, I had this deja vu moment, right? I was like, I've been here before. I've been here. And of course, I've never even seen a picture of that place in my life. So. As I was praying, I felt this voice inside of me saying, Monica, you were here. You actually were here. When I was hanging on the cross, I gazed at you. I watched you. I suffered for you. I died for you. You were here that day. This is your place of redemption. You can imagine the many, many tears that came out from my eyes, tears of gratitude, tears of love, tears of joy and consolation, of experiencing how much Christ loved me. And I had that personal experience of He loved me and He gave His life for me. I invite each one of you during these days when you are reflecting on the passion of Christ. How is he loving me? How is he personally inviting me to share in his passion with him? Second letter, A, which stands for me, for all for souls, all for souls. And this is what Christ shows me on the cross. He gave it all. He didn't reserve one ounce of blood for himself. He shed all the blood. He gave all his body for the salvation of souls, for your salvation, for my salvation. And what does that means? Is this sign of complete generosity, of complete gift of self that someone can have. Is this, I thirst those words that he pronounced for the cross i thirst for souls i thirst for many souls to know me to love me to experience my love and when he's there and we can contemplate him there we can think what else can you do lord to show me how much you value each and every one of the persons that you have created with so much love and given so much dignity. It's all, it's all spoken without words from that cross with his body broken, bruised, wounded. This is his all and that's his all for the salvation of souls. Then comes the first S of passion and that is surrender to his Father. Every time I contemplate Christ crucified, I think of his total surrender to the Father. We know that he said that his food was to do the will of his Father. We know and we see how he prayed and spent so many hours in contemplation with his Father and in this contemplation and in this prayer it was a constant offering and gift of himself to the father here again at the cross at the peak of the agony what he does into your hands father i commend my spirit it's a total surrender not just of his body but of his will of his heart of all his desires to the father here is where the perfect union happens on the cross and for us every time that we are praying every time that we are in contemplation of the crucifix is a moment to let it speak to us how am i surrendering to God's will in my life? How am I truly opening my hands and letting go of all so that the Lord can live in me and the Father can triumph in me and I can be one with Jesus and the Father. Surrender to his Father. The second S of Passion Stands for see his pierced side. We have seen maybe bigger crucifixes and we've seen his open side, his open wound that stems and flows blood and water. We cannot imagine what it meant for Our Lady to see that while Jesus was already dead, the soldier came and with a lance pierced his sacred heart. But that was what Christ wanted. He wanted to have a pierced heart so we can see in his passion and discover in his passion how he heals our wounds through his wounded heart that is sacred and most holy so from that open heart flowed water and blood and for me it stands for love and forgiveness the church has always taught us the blood stands for the symbol of the eucharist and the water is a symbol of baptism right it's almost like christ telling us the more that i am wounded the more that I will love. The only way that I can know how to respond is love. And that is a symbol of the blood. And the water, What the more that I'm wounded, I give you forgiveness. I cleanse you, I purify you. So this is what the Lord gives to us and shows to us. More love, more forgiveness in his passion his love and his forgiveness arrive to the climax that we can even think of the greatest love ever so blood and water flowing it's almost an opportunity these days to kneel at the foot of the cross and let that blood bathe us let that water wash us from our sins wash and purify us and give us a new life a new beginning let that blood redeem us let that blood touch us and be be at the fruit of the cross as long as I need to be there until I experience that he is giving me that blood and water to me so I can experience his love and I can experience his purifying light, his cleansing waters, his living waters, giving me life, a new life, a new beginning, a new start in my life. And then comes the I of passion and the I stands for in my place. That's my experience every time I contemplate the crucifix in my place. I should be there. I should be there, Lord. And you took my place. And you took my place because you love me personally. In my place. It's like that good Samaritan that sees me and gets down from his horse cleanses my wounds, puts me, and takes me with him, pays for me, and saves me, right? And even more than that, in my place, he is the sacrificial lamb. He is actually the lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. In the Passover feast, the lamb was being crucified in our passover in our paschal feast christ is the lamb that is crucified in my place so i can have new life so i can be freed from the slavery of sin so i can be free from anything that ties me and does not allow me to experience the love and give love so that's the I and then comes the oh passion oh offer my life every time i pray and contemplate christ on the crucifix i can just say i give you my life how can i respond to so much love lord i want to love you back there's there's no other response possible right and this offering of my life is not like in heroic incredible ways it could be it could be that the lord is asking you something heroic this holy week listen to him if if that's what he's asking of you but it might be that this offer your life it's very simple it's in accepting with peace what we're experiencing now being in quarantine it's doing the dishes with love, is having your meeting from your business from a distance, is trusting in the Lord in this times of so much suffering in the world. That's your offering of yourself, is serving one another in your family, is listening to a friend that needs to talk, it's dedicating some time of silence to pray and contemplate Christ crucified. It could be so many things, this offering yourself. You receive the gift of love from Christ, you give a gift of love. That's what happens to me. I contemplate Christ crucified and I'm like, Lord, I give you my life again. This is my only response. And the last letter is the N. Passion and that stands for no one has greater love than the one who gives his life for his friends. That's the conclusion. No one has greater love. Nobody will love me ever as Christ loves me. That was my personal experience, and that's what I'm sharing with you. I was 12 years old. I was contemplating Christ crucified, and I had this very, very strong experience of Him saying, No one will love you as I love you. And this is where you will learn how to love. From this crucifix, this is your school of love. And little did I know, right, that many years after I was going to be consecrated and totally dedicated to the Lord. But today, for you and for me, is that reminder that invitation no one has greater love no one has greater love the purity with which christ loves us all the manifestations of his love from the cross all this forgiveness freedom joy mercy that he's given me from the cross no one but him or through him can give it to me and from that experience of love is where we can go out and give that mercy and that love as we have received it as instruments of his love so this is the conclusion and this is how christ wants to invite us during this holy days during this holy week how can we leave this days contemplating Christ crucified? Each one of you, take all the time you can. You will not regret it. Take all the time you can to spend time before Christ crucified and ask him, Lord, what are you telling me? How are you speaking to me? Through this crucifix, what is it that you want me to know today, experience today, and kiss that cross and let him kiss you, kiss his wounds and let him kiss your wounds? I think that this could be the most beautiful holy week for you if you allow him to kiss your wounds and if you place yourself before him and kiss his wounds of his crucified body i pray that each one of you and all of you have a beautiful experience a deep experience a redeeming experience of the love of christ today and always may god bless you